Welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to Something Crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to Something Crunchy. Alright, back in the studio with Tyler D and Tits McGee. Let's put them up. How are we feeling tonight? That's so <laughs> wonderful. Thank you <laughs> feeling right. for that intro. Yeah, I am uh, feeling sore. Are you? Like, no. you know, I'm, I'm recently single, and you know, you remember it was a standard <laughs> issue breakup. You know, I'm Sagittarius, and she's a soul snatching serpent from the south side of hell. <laughs> Tale as old as time. <laughs> so anyway, it's time to time to lean up, trying to you know, I don't, not to get back to like the sports package or anything, but just kind of tighten. Yeah, you got to get yourself tighten. back out there. Yeah, I decided to try yoga for the yoga. first time. Like, can you be, can you believe? Get bendy. <laughs> I signed up for a yoga class uh, in college oh, yeah? and never went one time. Dropped the class. I'm not. Never? I'm not bendy. Never once. Couldn't do it. I mean, being a, a first-time yogi, I definitely didn't want to display my yoga in public. I wasn't going to go to go to class, anything like that. That's for sure. I decided just be best to do it, like in you know, empty house, like on the tile floor. Um, and the first rule of yoga is you like definitely need that mat. That's not a. Uh, it's not an option. It's not an accessory or like a luxury no, item. It's it. not in place of like it's a towel. Yeah. It's 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 mandatory. So I, I learned that quickly. You know, so I get a you know the YouTube app up on the TV. I type in yoga. Scoot over to the first one that says beginner, and then I, uh, I meet my instructor. She's <laughs> just this like banging blonde on a beach in Thailand. Um, she's got this yoga body and the outfit. She was like distractingly hot, is what she was. Um, by the fifth move, I'm just kind of standing there watching her yoga for like <laughs> the rest of the session. The worst part is she did this voiceover and this just sexy sultry namaste oh, voice yeah, to instruct you with oh it was awful she wants sad. you in the full cobra position <laughs> so that you can massage your sacrum <laughs> yeah before i knew it i'm just oh sitting there God. fully torqued in the child's pose like moving my cobra around to get a look you. at my sacrum <laughs> dodging your cobra yeah, head. it was a beautiful experience like i, I pulled the muscle like i give you was it a good workout um it was hard without the mat it was a good like first video to get into it and like you know i learned a few things there was certain ones where i was like oh, so this is a video and, oh yeah this was on youtube this okay. is a video on youtube oh okay oh yeah, oh, yeah. at home on yoga on 101 yoga 101 home, like yoga. beginner free stuff and, and i am like the opposite of flexible well, get so on that get on the rug yeah well i was thinking you doing getting on tile to do yoga you don't know until you know. You just don't. You just. You just don't know until you know. Well, now you know. Now, now I know. So that was kind of a, so. So I could knowing is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't do a lot of it, and I didn't go in very confident because I'm not flexible at all. But I turned out to do several things I didn't think that I could do, and was like killing it. Really? Um, yeah, I think one of them actually was the full cobra. Uh, like, like that, like that was one I wasn't expecting to like be able to knock out of the park, and I did. Like that was great. Then there were other ones that seemed kind of elementary that just I felt like my body didn't want to do. <laughs> like it just kind of like you I think that certain I can't, things seem simple. I can't do that. And then I'm like watching positions. her to like figure it out, 
and then I'm like watching her just because she looks good doing it. And then I'm like, all right, no, I'll, like I'm gonna try this, and I'll try. It. Like, no, that's not right. And then, <laughs> then I'm just kind of sitting there and waiting for her to move on. You realize that it's not just stretching muscles; it's stretching organs. It's like moving your organs around and wringing your liver out. Name your sex tape. <laughs> wringing your liver out. Starting tea biscuit. <laughs> oh, that's great. That would be a great role for you. And I got a fantastical game, like a, a mix match of games here. Okay. We are going to mix so in. And, 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 it's, and it's about roles. This, this is about what could have been Actor in roles? huge, huge roles. They were passed up. Yes. I mean, actor roles, maybe a couple of shows here. Okay. But um, it's time for some... Uh, here comes the money. Uh, here we go. Money Battle talk. of the billfold. Here comes the money. money. Little purses in the purses. <laughs> Little wall of wars. <laughs> wars. Folks, folks, folks. Chevy Chase. Oh. I got some big news about Chevy. He passed up on a couple colossal roles Ooh, i'm excited to hear really? about them and this is just interesting stuff and, and i cannot imagine him in place of either of these but not only did he pass up on playing forrest gump but he also said no thanks to the lead of the main role in american beauty the role of lester burnham that went to kevin spacey kevin spacey wow that's so crazy so he got offered the role of forrest gump before tom hanks i can't even imagine it that's no i feel like that i can't even like imagine it there's, there's no way he says not only did chase pass up on forrest gump but also said no thanks to the lead role in american Beauty. i can't imagine chevy chase being in that forrest movie. gump would have been straight to dvd if you think it, would it just would have been, been a totally different movie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It would have been Simple Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it, he didn't do it for fear that it would hurt his family-friendly image. Oh, shit. Sadly, that Does image... Does he have a family-friendly image? I, I, I apparently... I mean, we love him, but we also know, like, the real him, right? I mean, he's a family favorite of ours, but I, it's like that, Bob Saget. Like, we love him as a family man, I mean, but sadly, that image yeah. hasn't won him any prizes or accolades as a serious actor, and Kevin Spacey did end up winning an Oscar. Spacey's a hundred times better actor than Chevy is, but Chevy's just... He's I, got charisma. You know what? He could have done... I feel like he would have had a better chance at doing the American Beauty role than he could have forced gump Blair what do you think I don't know I feel like both of those movies I feel like they were perfectly casted I think you're exactly right yeah Chevy would not have been doing them any favors all right well here's your first war of the wallets here Kevin Spacey Chevy Chase whose net worth is higher as of 2019 oh current net worth I gotta go Chevy he's been around a little bit longer. Probably I'm got a lot go, of royalties from. Oh yeah, all the ooh. vacations. I don't know. It's but tough. Spacey's done He's been some, some big like ones. just huge ones. I'll tell you right now, one has twice as much as the other. Just from what they've made off of movies, or also what they've made it's off their of their net, net, net worth. I'm gonna go it's Spacey. Their Chevy. I'm gonna go Spacey. Chevy. Kevin Spacey is worth 100 million dollars. Yeah. Chevy Chase is worth fifty million. $50 million. <laughs> Another interesting bit on Forrest while we're here. Where did he make his money from? I don't know. Reportedly, He's John been smart. Reportedly, John Travolta 
also turned down the role in Forrest Gump. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's such a surprise because that guy doesn't turn down anything. And that's such (laughs) an amazing (laughs) Literally nothing. Yeah, that's the second Oscar that uh, Hanks won in that movie. And apparently Travolta also turned down two other films in which Tom Hanks was later cast. Those were Splash and Apollo 13. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> what a predicament. Oh, he told, Splash. yeah, Splash. Love Splash. Uh, Splash is great. John Travolta versus Tom Hanks. Oh, Uncle Tom. But by how much? Is it more than twice as much? Three times now, maybe even four, because like... Well, I'll tell you, all right, well, worth? we know that Tom Hanks is worth more than John Travolta, who is worth... 170 million dollars not shabby wow. for john travolta but tom hanks it's worth 350 million dollars i'm sorry wilson wilson i'm sorry Good for him he deserves love it. it he works so hard he's so awesome I how can you tom not hanks. love tom hanks everybody loves tom Please. hanks i love chevy chase <laughs> I would have loved to see too. him. It, yeah, back in SNL. I would have days. liked to see oh, him as more of a serious cool actor. Be. He could have done that. He was just because he was such a good actor. But it's hard to take him seriously. Another guy who is hard to take seriously is Will Smith. He turned down the role of Neo. A lot of people know that in the Matrix. Heard that. Yeah. He also turned wow. down the role of Django in Django Unchained. And though Smith, yeah, yeah, yeah. Though Smith has passed on the role of Neo, as did Ewan McGregor. He since said, in the pitch, I just didn't see it. And then he said, I've watched Keanu's performance. Very rarely do I say this, but I would have messed it up. I would have absolutely messed up The Matrix. At that point, I wasn't smart enough as an actor to let the movie be. Whereas Keanu was smart enough just to let it be. Like, that's awesome. I love, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, that's Imagine. great. That's great. That's great. And, and he, like, well said, and I love that Keanu. He would have done it well, too. Yeah, but I, I do, think I agree. Ewan probably would have churched up maybe that character a little bit more than you know Keanu did and made it a little bit uh, it hard would, to it believe would, it would have been different yeah this it wasn't as much of a storyline as it would have been his acting performance that he was like that's right that's right focused on. and it's hard for him to share the screen which is exactly why he didn't do Django and Chain he said it was because it wasn't the sole leading role I think you may have misunderstood what I do exactly which was, you know, probably yeah. for the better, you know, because Jamie Foxx was really good. Jamie Foxx was really good. I love Jamie Foxx. All right. Will Smith's brand is so family friendly, though. Yeah, like, that was a lot of. There was no way he yeah. would do something like that for his brand. Not going to happen. I agree. This is a good one. Will Smith versus Keanu Reeves. Total net worth. Big Willie style. Will Smith. Big Willie style. Both betting He's like... on Will Smith. Music, acting, shows. He's here. He's but there. Keanu go is like, I, I love Keanu. He's probably and I bet undercover he's right billionaire. I love I Will Smith in like mad respect to Will Smith. Will I, Smith I want Keanu to win, but I'm going to go Will Smith. Will Smith is worth $300 million. No way. That's pretty good. Damn. That, that's yeah, some that's good awesome. chatter. You could get jiggy with $300 million. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, 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 wow. Nah. Keanu. 360 <laughs> <laughs> 
Excuse me? Matrix did him well. Way yeah, to go, for Keanu. sure. He's done, I mean, yeah, in three John so Wick awesome. movies, like Keanu yeah. is the most he's underrated. We need to have a whole separate yes. segment dedicated Actor to Keanu. Yeah. He's about as crunchy as it gets, guys. Totally. Yes. Good ones. Yeah, those, yeah. Are good, those, are, those are good ones. This one about The Matrix is pretty crazy. Sandra Bullock also passed up on playing Neo. Ooh. Sandra Neo. Bullock playing Neo. She Let's ask some questions. So if we, a second. Like, she had the opportunity Bullock, to be like... According to a producer named Lorenzo Di Bonaventura, Warner Brothers was looking to cast a major actor for the role of Neo offered to the part to Sandra Bullock. Di Bonaventura told the rap that they were searching for the right star and were getting desperate. He added that they were also willing to change Neo to a female role if Bullock accepted. We sent her the script to see if she was interested... She was interested, and if she was, they were going to make the change. But she ultimately passed, and it went to her speed co-star, Keanu Reeves. Oh, that's so interesting. I feel like she so would have nailed it, actually. What happens to the Trinity character, who falls in love with Neo and yeah. falls in love with the one? It would have been turned it would have been Trinity is a man, and like, no, it wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been some lesbo? No, they no. wouldn't have done that. They'd, Trinity, Trinity would have been, been a, a man character. Role. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. That's pretty crazy. That would have been cool to watch. I bet yeah, you she would have done it great. I seriously bet she would have nailed it. Yeah. Demolition yeah. Man. She's done a bunch of cool, like, different things. But that would have been an awesome character for her. We're going to come back to The Matrix. But, like, that, that's crazy to think about how much they would have changed the story and, like, how for much her, they were willing to change her, like, to get her in there. Right that's there. nuts. That's nuts. She plays subdued pretty well. Oscar Schindler in Schindler's List originally was offered to Harrison Ford, who turned it down. Ooh. Ford was offered the role of German industrialist and Nazi member Oscar Schindler in Steven Spielberg's 1993 epic, but reportedly turned it down because he felt viewers wouldn't be able to look past him as a star to see the importance of the film. No. No, I can't do that. But I can do this. Does that help? Instead, the role went to Liam Neeson's. Oh, I feel like Liam Neeson just nailed it so well. He, like, wasn't. Like, I was just, like, beyond perfect. I love me some Liam Neeson's. He (laughs) showed up out of nowhere with just, like, Schindler's List, made it, like, just so incredible. I loved him in that. I don't feel like it's very Harrison He killed it, and he has been killing it since. He's been making franchises. He was taking... He lost his daughter at least five times now. Oh, man, she just keeps getting taken. Good Lord. That family. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's <laughs> just the worst luck. So it brings about the question: Who's worth more, Harrison Ford or Liam Neeson? Harrison oh, Ford. I'm going to probably say Harrison Ford. Really? God, After all that, gotta be. Still. You're thinking, you're thinking anything Jones. connected to Star Wars? Star Wars, oh, Indiana Jones. Jones. Of course, I wasn't even thinking Star Wars. I went Indiana Jones first. He's still making Both Indiana Jones. He's good. Yeah, you, Blair could be. We may have made soon. more from Indiana Jones. He, he was. Everybody like just has starting seen, out like, for Star Wars. That would be interesting like, to know. I swear. He was already a star going into Jones. Blair may have a point here. And they are, even the four flop, people went to go see it. I seen it. I saw seen it. Um, yeah. What I, we gotta go forward then. Yeah, Harrison Ford's worth two hundred and thirty. Okay. Neeson's worth eighty five. Okay. Yeah. See, which is great, but yeah, Good. you know Ford's like just kidding. Good. That, he has all's right in the huge world. Franchises. 
Star Wars is literally one of the top. If you would have said something crazy, otherwise I would have been just like over this game. Like I don't even want to hear another one. Did Schindler's List just pay out for Neeson? Yeah, I mean it did in the long run. And I mean, Blair, you said it best. It was one of those cases where it was just it worked out for the like it worked out the way it should have. Yeah. And this is another case right here. Let's talk about Andy Dufresne. Ooh. Kevin Costner was originally offered that role. Turned her down. You're out of your mind. Yeah, I am. Haven't I proved that already? Really? Ooh, that, he would have done it right, too. Yeah, he could have been really good. Yeah, he could have. But instead, he wanted to work on his passion project, Waterworld, which became one of the biggest flops, <laughs> flops in the movie <laughs> history. I loved it so much. I'm that so was glad the first, uh, of Andy Dufresne Thank you, Costner. I appreciate Robbins. Waterworld. Yeah. First $100 million budget movie. <laughs> and it was just oh, floppity flop garbage. flop. Garbage. <laughs> Loved it. That's so funny. You turned it down for that. That's so good. Tim Robbins was so good. He was great. Like, that, I mean, he was so good. Talk about making seriously. a career. He was great. Yeah. Kevin but Costner. Like, yeah, he was perfect. I mean, with Waterworld, like, how could you be so obtuse? <laughs> what did you call me? Obtuse. Is it deliberate? How could you be so obtuse? <laughs> you know, I'm really into a fashion project right now. I'm really gonna go full force into. So let's talk about. Uh, let's get Harrison Ford back involved oh okay let's 230 million we've already learned yeah kevin costner more or less oh i'm gonna stay with harrison because kevin hasn't he's done huge blockbusters i feel but has he been with like franchises like star wars and indiana jones not a lot As of sequels. Costner's not like in a whole bunch of sequels. Right. He does like a few awesome, yeah. amazing One and done movies. A few just epic. But no, but they're all amazing. Didn't but he movies. direct Dances with Wolves too? He may have. So he I'm, might I'm, be I'm like. I'm not going to confirm. You're, you're not going to trap me and put me on the I think he gets some like back end money on a bunch. I'm going to go Costner. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay with Harrison Ford. Biscuits got the gravy. Ooh. Boom. Costner, $250 million. Wow. I wonder what that's about. Yeah. I think that's Field director money and points on the back end. He's awesome. I love yeah. using Kevin Costner. Tin Cup, one Tin of my Cup favorite bro. movies of all time. Love Prince Kevin Costner. We were watching uh, Blair the War. And the War? The Perfect World? Oh, I, the perfect, perfect world. world. Water wow. world. <laughs> Last week, Blair and I was watching uh, Field of Dreams. I watched a little oh, bit of Field of Dreams. For the first time, I was I like, know. what is this? I've tried like, so many times to I watch actually, it. It's all right. I did get it's into it. It's all right, it but it's like... Did you get to the end? I got to the end. Did you cry? I didn't cry. He didn't cry. I didn't cry. Were you even invested? I don't know if I even got to the... I've tried so many times. No, I think I know I've seen the ending. I don't know if I saw it the last time that I watched know. it. I've tried so many times. We started like halfway through the movie and I was still crying at the end. I wasn't even like emotionally <laughs> invested. I was just... Well, well, James Earl Jones will he leaves. Like always he, he goes, James, here James Earl Jones goes with him and he goes in. So he goes into the... Into the cornfield. Into the cornfield. Yeah, he takes off to go... Write stories legends to go like, write write stories about. But that's him? what happened, right? He was a writer, yeah. James Earl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Here's the <laughs> thing. Costner goes into town. Like you know, if if you bring him, something will happen. I saw the movie. So yeah, they go into town. He picks up James Earl, right, to come back. And then like he just gets to go into the cornfield and he's gone. I thought like you had to be. And and the doctor shows up as a kid, and he turns back into an old man. Like, I was so confused. There, there's a we lot of. I was so half. confused. I should definitely probably like. You know, for me, but maybe it was, it was so all good. right. You know, I'm more of a Waterworld guy. I'm, 
That's me. To each their own. Yeah. The war all day. I mean, <laughs> life is like a bowl full of cherries. That's good. Let's talk about Bruce Willie. Ooh. Willie, Willie, Willie. Let's talk about Bruce Willie. Bruce Willis passed on the role of Sam Wheat from the movie Ghost. He was offered the role of Sam in 1990 mega hit Ghost with the opportunity oh, to play alongside right. his then wife, Demi oh, Moore. Wow. And the part That's eventually went to Patrick Swayze. So glad it was Patrick. Oh my God. That oh, would have been a bad choice. On the other side, you have Molly Ringwald, who was originally offered both the parts of Vivian Ward in Pretty Woman and Molly Jensen in Ghost, the other part. Like, it could have been Molly Ringwald <laughs> and Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh my God. That Ill. would have been a horrible movie. <laughs> It would have been a oh horrible my, movie. Oh my god! This is wow. terrible. I'm so glad they continued. Like no, Julia Roberts is so much better than Molly Ringwald in every. That was Demi Moore. Come on, bro. No, you said, your pretty, balls a tug. you said pretty woman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I did. did. You're right. I'll give oh, my balls a tug. Yeah. I did say that. Tug your own balls, well, you just, buddy. You just moved on so quickly. We were still talking about ghosts. Oh, I'm sorry. You were well, pretty you eager to talk about pretty, pretty, pretty woman. woman. Yeah. I did. I did. No, no, you're. Oh, but I'm like so glad that those were casted. Right. The way that they were. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. So let's play here. Let's get Bruce Willie involved. Yeah. All right. He broke. I bet he's got like 17 million bucks. No. Let's do this. I don't Just think kidding. So. Let's do this. He's done a lot of franchises. 84. Bruce Willis <laughs> against Julia Roberts. Ooh. Julia. Bruce, a male who probably gets paid like so Especially much with like the divorce, the me gets half. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm that going Julia. I hope it's Julia. Tyler. That'd be awesome. That net worth I got love cut Bruce in Willis. half. I bet, I don't know, he's done some huge ones. I mean, wow. But he just acted in them. He didn't direct in like, he doesn't Julia, have any points for did that. Did she direct? Who do, who do you want to hear first she was to better make your decisions? Actress. I want to hear Bruce first. Bruce Willie is worth $180 million. One, ooh, I was out by after, million. After Damn. giving Demi Moore $90 million yeah. in Damn. a divorce settlement. Yeah. yeah, he's still pretty well. Is that okay. more or less than Julia Roberts? Less. I'm going to say unfortunate just because I feel like... Player's right. Yeah. Julia Roberts, 140. Yeah. All right. Oh, but I'm proud. That's not far below. No. Well, I'm that's proud of her. No. Pretty close. Okay. Pretty close. That's good. All right. Well, knowing that she has a $90 million boost, is Demi Moore worth more than Julia Roberts by a long shot? Ooh. I bet you it's close between those Demi's two. Demi's done some big ones, but so I is love Julia. Demi. Demi's no been, Julia. I feel like, been around no. for a long time, though. Just hasn't done enough of them. I feel like As Ju- Julia, Julia had has like, just been like bam, bam, bam. She had like ones. two hits a year for like 10 years. And it's still going pretty strong. Yeah. So I'm going to Yeah, I'm going to say Julia. Both of you say Julia. Yep. You're wrong. What? My You're mind's wrong. blown. That 90 really You're did wrong. give a boost. Holy crap. To me, it's worth 150. Wow. That's crazy to me. Oh. Yeah. Let's keep going. Let's talk about Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. He passed up on the role. Well, I don't know that he passed up on it, but he was up for the role of Patrick Bateman in American Psycho, yes, which is one of the best I movies. I did know that. Oh. And, and there's a lot of people involved here, and this is going to get complicated and awesome. This movie had a crazy who's who of leading men signed on to play the role of yuppie and murderer Patrick Bateman, including Ed Norton, Johnny Depp, oh. Brad Pitt, and Ewan McGregor. There is an idea of a Patrick Bateman. 
Ed Norton would have been amazing. I can't believe all those people were actually up for that role because that movie was like an independent, wasn't it? It wasn't a huge budget movie. I don't think it was. Where did they get the money? It was was Lionsgate Films, and they were the ones that actually announced that Leonardo DiCaprio as the lead before he ultimately pressured the dropout because of his camp was worried about his Titanic fan base. I mean, not have wanted to see him play such a violent role. <laughs> Eventually, it's Christian Titanic. Bale got the role. <laughs> like, wow. He was reportedly offered $20 million by Lionsgate to portray Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Okay, so even though director Mary Heron wanted Christian Bale in the role, she was replaced by director Oliver Stone. But DiCaprio and Stone couldn't agree on a creative direction, so DiCaprio left to go film The Beach. Jeez, maybe we can hear your very different and I'm sure very interesting story some other time, huh? Oh, I'm Our so glad he did. Harry returned you to the, the project beach. and Bill was cast. All right, so let's get into uh, let's get into everybody who we just mentioned. Yeah. We're gonna talk about Ed Norton, Johnny Depp, Christian Bale, Brad Pitt, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow. I'm gonna say those names again, and I want you just to think of. Who's, who's on who's, who's on top? Who's the Mac Daddy of the bunch? Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio, Christian Bale, Ed Norton, Johnny Depp, Bradley Pitt. And Johnny Depp would be has all the pirates, which he's done Damn. some huge I'm gonna put yeah, him I'm gonna put third. Johnny. Johnny Depp, like all of those pirates of the Caribbean, like he's done a lot. Okay, I don't that, know. That's, Leo's that's done some huge ones himself, so but I've, done a lot. Ed Norton's done a lot. I've, I'm gonna go with Johnny. Johnny Depp is worth two hundred million dollars. Okay, Leo. I'm gonna say how many Leo on how many on this first. list, if any, or higher than that? Potentially two. Leo. Tyler has two. I say two. Blair. I'll say one. Who are they? I'll say Leo. Leo. Okay. So you guys both agree on a Leo yeah. being higher? I don't think Ed Norton. I don't think you have McGregor. We don't have you and McGregor. Oh. Christian Bale. Oh, Christian Bale. I, don't I think did Christian mention Bale you and McGregor. You mentioned him but earlier. He's not in this. I don't think Christian Bale either. What about Brad Pitt? Oh, yeah. You guys like forgetting about Brad Pitt? I like, was, actually. Fight, Fight Club. That's Oceans, two. Oceans. Like, oh, you how think? Many, how many yeah. Brad Pitt movies do I have? Leo one, Brad Pitt two. Tyler, you're exactly right. Okay. Boom. Okay. So who's on top? Johnny's worth $200 million. Brad Pitt, we, 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 we know that Leo and Brad Pitt are the only higher than that. Brad's got to be 240, 250. And Leo? 320. Blair? I'm still going to, I'll say Leo's on top. Both going Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio, currently 245 million. Ooh. Brad Pitt, 300 million. Oh, wow. that was flippity flop. Pretty good wow. on the estimates, but okay. uh, just really not good. the position. Pretty good. This is really good. So. Well, if we're still talking about Leo. And I, we are. I was going to say, I have actually <laughs> a few. Bring it, Blair. Um, funny ones. Bring it. No, well, just like some. Bring the action. A funny one that I saw with Leo. Um, I think, so he turned down the role of Max in Hocus Pocus. Max Shut Denison, your mouth. To star in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Can you imagine if he took Max in no, Hocus Pocus? He did so over? good in Gilbert Grape. Oh, like, he was amazing. He was incredible like, in Gilbert Grape. 
Okay, so another <laughs> one that I saw was that Quentin Tarantino considered casting Leo in Inglorious Bastards, but eventually um, the role went to Christoph Waltz. Oh. Who, oh, like, smashed the I was thinking you were going to say the Brad Pitt no, character. Christopher give, Waltz. Like, how we got more of that Christoph. Brad Pitt money, Christoph Waltz. Oh. Um, I think actually many people were up for Peter Parker and Spider-Man. For sure. Um, but Leo was considered in that, that wow, ended that up going that, to Toby. That was that long ago. Yeah. Wow. Has Leo been in the uh, superhero? superhero? I don't think, mm, so. I don't think no, he has. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I do think that Toby was more of the Spider-Man character. I they like wanted Spider-Man. to be like it. I was mad when I heard that Toby was going to be Spider-Man because that was always my favorite superhero growing up. You're not a Toby fan? No. After I saw the movie, I was like, wow, he, he did a fantastic job. I mean, that guy was Peter Parker. For yeah, sure. I do think he did a good job. Well, she got like... Let's keep it with Leo. Oh, he, yeah. Yeah, he turned down another big one. Boogie Nights. Yeah. DiCaprio admits that one of the biggest regrets in his career was passing on porn star Dirk Diggler in the 1997 film that chronicles the golden age of porn. It eventually went to his friend Mark Wahlberg. That's now, so funny. DiCaprio is worth 245 Is Ooh, he worth Wahlberg. more or less the Wahlbergers? than his buddy Wahlbergers? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. <laughs> He's got to be worth more. One. Like Wahlbergers is, is probably worth... Is Mark Wahlberg's current net worth higher or lower than Leonardo DiCaprio's? That's a good lower. question. I'm going to say lower. Ooh. Both of us. Lower. It's higher. No. Really? Wahlberg? No way. 255, 10 higher. Leonardo, 245. Interesting. Okay. Well. Love it. Ray Liotta. Oh, yes. Originally passed on playing the part of Tony Soprano in The Sopranos. Considering Leota made a career out of playing wise guy types, it's not terribly shocking. He was approached for the role of conflicted mob boss Tony Soprano in the HBO hit. He reportedly turned it down to focus on his film career, and the part went to the late James Gandolfini, whose portrayal made Tony Soprano one of the greatest TV roles of all time. I actually like never even really saw that. Oh, it's one of the I best. I just ever. only heard like the it's greatest the things ever. about him specifically in that. So HBO is so good in that time. That was like Oz, and that was so good. I don't know. Good I feel like television. Sopranos people would say that it was well casted. It was very well casted. So Ray Liotta or the Gandolfini. Ray Liotta. Ray. Keep in mind that he died a few years ago, James Gandolfini. Right. I'm going to go with Ray. Ray, I feel like Ray's done so much. Been working since the 70s. He's estimated to be worth 15 to 18 million. What? Ray? Ray Liotta? That's it? No, I don't believe it. James Gandolfini, 70 million at the time of his death. I can't believe that. I mean, what did you do? Where did your money go, brother? Why did you not make more money? I mean, he's he's only been in a handful of roles. He's been in, like, think of it. Like, he's been in, like, a couple, like, big roles, but he's only been in a couple big roles, and that was when he was really young. What? But Gandolfini just dwarfed him. That's that, wow. man, Sopranos did, that's how good that was. That was all that's how Sopranos? Good that was, pretty much. Well, then again, much. I, I mean, think he's done it a was lot. very He's well done cast. stuff outside of Sopranos, 100%. The stuff, I feel like it. I saw him in a movie. And he's really good. Surprising he thing of the night. Right? That's Julia good. Julia Roberts movie that I just, like, loved him in. Maybe it was the Mexican or something. I know something else you're going to love talking about. The role of Walter White in Breaking Bad. 
Ooh. Let's talk about who originally Cranston was so good in that. So he good. killed in that role. Yeah, so good. I can't imagine that being so someone good. else. Matthew Broderick and John Cusack. Both rumored to have passed on the role of a chemistry teacher turned meth kingpin Walter White on AMC's Bohemoth Breaking Bad. Cusack would have been awesome. Yeah, I agree. Broderick would he have, could have been. been awesome. I'm Broderick, go not Cusack. even close. No, he not can't get close. that dark. And I like Broderick. I do. I don't see the him. Password is. Yeah, he'd I can't have... say that to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Broderick doing Breaking Bad. Well, let's put them in order. I could see Cusack, though. Who's worth the most out of these fellows here? Brian oh. Cranston, Matthew Broderick, and John Cusack. Ooh, that's a Cusack, good Cusack, Broderick, Cranston. Yeah, I'm gonna, I was about to say that exact same thing. Both right. Yeah. Ooh, wow. That is not what I would have guessed. Nailed I don't it. think. I, really? Really, I don't think. No, you guys nailed it. Uh, John Cusack, 50 million. Matthew Broderick, 45 million. Brian Cranston, 30 million. Snaps. Yeah. That's a good one. Close, but good. That's a good one. Let's talk about the role of Edward Scissorhands. Ooh. I don't oh know anybody God. else that could have done that role better. That's tough. Can you think of anybody? Man. No. It could be just like, he was made for Edward Scissorhands, I there's, feel. There's two names here that are just going to blow your top. No. Okay. Just I'm ready for DJ it. DJ Qualls. <laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> no. And Jim Carrey. What are you staring at, fucker? Oh. After becoming no. fairly no. well-known as a player physical. in living color, Carrie started being considered for some major movie roles, including the title role Edward Scissorhands. According to Splitsider, Carrie lacked experience as a dramatic actor during this period, so his turn as Scissorhands would have likely been more comedic than Death's, and it could have jeopardized the project. Listen, Pocahontas, unless you put your ear to the ground, you'll never hear the buffalo coming. Incidentally, Robert Downey Jr., and Tom Cruise were also considered for the role. Robert Downey Jr. would have wow. killed that. How yeah, did I not have that? I missed this totally. in my headlines here. Robert Downey Jr. was also in here. That's nuts. Oh, I could. He probably would. He could have done it. Yeah, he could have done it. And think of the age then. Like he could have done it. I do love he absolutely Johnny Depp. Done it. Oh, he was such a good Edward Scissorhands. This may be one of the best wall awards of the night here. Jim Carrey, Robert Downey Jr. Tom Cruise. Let's put them all in the ring and just see what happens. Heavy oh, hitters. Let's just see what happens. Put them in order, but think about it. Jim was the uh, highest paid actor per movie for a long time. He so was, was like Tom Cruise. cranking out $20 million Tom's every four months. And Robert Downey Jr., you can say that about him now. With yeah, Iron he, Man's and Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that's all he's doing. He he's probably, probably makes $35 million. This, oh, That's man. a hard one. That's I'm going to go Tuffy Tuff. Tom Cruise, Robert Downey Jr., Jay-Z. I'm going to put Jim in the middle and put So you got Tom Downey on top, on Jim Carrey, yeah, then Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Wow. Tyler's right again. Wow. Ty- Tyler's doing very good tonight. Nailed Tyler's it. on top of his game. Games. Well, so I have a few other Jim Carrey funny. Dumb in. Okay, so um, Jim Carrey was considered for the role of Ted and there's something about Mary that eventually <laughs> went to Ben Stiller. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah, I can, and he would have been oh, so oh, much better. No, oh, I love no, how awkward no, you ben have to Stiller have the contrast was. with Matt Dillon and like no, no, Ben Stiller. He need, like that worked out for him and for I the do, flavor I can of the see movie. Him doing it, I totally, I, to I agree. But I thought that that was so funny. This never would have happened to Woogie. 
<laughs> and then, so um, Jim Carrey was also considered for Pirates of the Caribbean, which would have been like so. With Johnny weird. Depp's role? Yes. Weird. Um, and Willy Wonka. I could see that. That actually um, probably would have been better. Eventually yeah. went I to Johnny taken, Depp. I would have taken Jim Carrey over Johnny Depp. Um, that was like Johnny's taken, weirdest character that yeah. he came up oh, with. Like yeah. that well, version I just, of I just Willy think Wonka. Jim could have done it better. All right, so we know that Tyler's right. Tom Cruise. Highest, then yeah. Robert Downey Jr., then Jim Carrey. By how much? Feeling it. Could, all right. Hundreds of millions. Okay. You think it's a huge gap? Yeah. Jim Carrey is worth $150 million. Could, could I give you him and Robert Downey Jr., who you know has more, and beat Tom Cruise? No. Tom's, no. I bet Tom's like. Tom's in way like above the now. sixes. Like he is paid Five, in the shade. Six. Jim Carrey's worth one fifty. Robert Downey Jr.'s worth two sixty. Wow. Let's bring this. Let's bring Fire this into down. a different category. Let's just scoot right back up to uh, another Tom. Do we remember what Tom Hanks's was here? Three hundred and fifty million. Which Tom is higher? Cruise. Blair. How does it make I you feel? I don't know. With how this has been going, I'm gonna say Cruise. Tom Cruise is worth five hundred and seventy million dollars. Yeah. Just stomping people action movies made so much money Damn. in the 90s and 2000s Top Gun. that would be flying uh, into the fire. mission impossible damn sean connery let's go back to the matrix former bond star turned down on both the roles of gandalf in lord of the rings Ooh. and morpheus in the matrix wow he would have been the perfect handoff. Like, he may have been leader of this list tonight in Wallet Wars. Yeah. Had he taken those parts. Right. It, it worked out. He could have done the Gandalf. He absolutely could. But I don't know. I couldn't see it in the Matrix. There's no way he was going to be as silky and smooth as uh, Larry Fish was playing Morpheus. There's no way. Oh, he was perfect yeah, for he Morpheus. Was perfect. He was perfect. Yeah. What's he going to say? I've got a pocket full of pills. Let's go to the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. Definitely not. I'm so glad I was. That had about 10% too much uh, Michael Caine in there. (laughs) (laughs) You see, I'm from the Matrix. I love the Matrix. (laughs) You think uh, Michael Caine could have played Morpheus too? I feel like this is ridiculous to Sean Connery. (laughs) He's he's not as motivating as old Larry Fish, Fish. as you say. (laughs) (laughs) Um... He said he got offered Lord of the Rings and he turned it down because he didn't understand it. He got offered The Matrix twice and he turned it down because he didn't understand it. <laughs> he doesn't get it. So he goes, I, can, I don't understand this movie, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but I'll be damned if I'm going to turn it down. <laughs> Pop quiz. Which character had overlap and was in all six of those movies in both Lord of the Rings and The Matrix? Where Hugo Weaving. Who's that? Agent Smith? Agent Smith. You're exactly right. Boom. Tyler is on fire tonight. I'm on it. feeling it. He really is. Let's dip back into Lord of the Rings for a second. Nicolas Cage passed up to be in this project. He didn't want to be playing the role of Aragon, which was ended up being Viggo Mortensen's character. In an interview with Newsweek, Nicolas Cage revealed that he turned down the role of Aragon in the Lord of the Rings series because of his commitment involved. There were different things going on in my <laughs> life. That mean? There like, were different things going I, on I in my just, life at that time like that precluded me from being able to travel and be from home for three years, he said. Which makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah, it was shot in New Zealand, right? Yeah, but he also added that he didn't regret it because he gets to enjoy the series as a fan. And, like, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I don't see him. That's cool. I'm sure he's kicking himself now because, you know. 
bankruptcy and all. Hey, I know that now, okay? Speaking of bankruptcy, <laughs> Nicholas Cage against Viggo Mortensen. Viggo. It's close. Cage. I'll go Cage. Nicholas Cage is worth 25 million. 25? Probably like should have been 500 million, yeah. but after right. all I the. I would have never said 25. Should be financial issues. Should be about 500 million. Wow. Vigo has 5 million more at 30. Tyler wins. Wow. You just killed it, brother. Just feeling this game, you man. Feeling it. You really, really were feeling it. This was a, this was this a was Tyler friendly game. I should have been Nicolas Cage's financial advisor. You should have This was a very, he'd be worth more than 25 mil. This was a very Tyler friendly <laughs> game. <laughs> Teed it up for me. We'll be right back. Hey, And we're back. We've had a toot, a piece of fruit. Now it's time to scoot. Right into Crunch Spiracy yes. Theory. Nailed right. it beats. That was nice. Nailed it beats. Okay. Silky smooth on the you mic. You like that? Yeah, that was good. Oh, that's for you. Baby. Proud of the blister. <laughs> Nicely Thank done. You. Thank Nicely you. Nicely done. All worked up. <laughs> Some Crunch Spiracy Theories. Oh, hit me. Okay, well, I have one in particular. You're definitely going to know off. about this, too. But I was just like thinking. What'd you find, B? Well, I was remembering. I've, I'm a huge Beatles fan, obviously. Of course you are. Love them. She loves the Beatles. Um, <laughs> from Liverpool. But I was from remembering Liverpool. all just like that Paul is dead. Oh, yeah. Big conspiracy. time. Conspiracy. Like, Big time. I remember I've, I was growing up one. always a yeah, Beatles a fan. And I just yeah. like remember hearing about Paul is dead and it just blew my mind. I'm like, this is a real thing. Like, I don't know if everyone knows about this or not. Do you believe it right away? Oh, Straight away. That's In one answer, do you believe it? I've, I've, it's fun to no, think no, about. No, 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 This is a yes or At no At the question. end of the day, yeah. I'm going to say it? no. You didn't believe it. Mm-mm. She didn't believe it. Good. I wanted I don't to know. have fun with the thought I don't, of I don't believing know. it. I, okay. I, 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 could, I feel like I could debunk it easily, and I feel like I could support it easily. Okay, well, we need it, to it depends. It depends on what facts we want to bring up, Blair. Are you going to bring up the yeah, so Give us a little background. Yeah, Give us a little if you background. don't know Beatles or, I mean, you obviously know Paul McCartney, hopefully, right? So Paul McCartney apparently and allegedly, according to the Paulistead conspiracy, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. died in November of 1966 from a car crash and was secretly replaced by a lookalike. So there's a lot that goes into it's that, but that's a brief way to start it. So in 69, rumors started spreading around college campuses that Paul had died because there was you know, different clues found in different Mm -hmm. Beatles album covers, songs, and they started just like ripping into it. There was a lookalike, won a contest, which again, we'll have to go into like why this contest was even in the first place. You know, the Beatles broke up only a few years after this. So there's a lot of questions that go into it. There's a lot of people that feel very serious that this is a real thing and that the real Paul McCartney died in, in November of 1966. And we've and the been person living with the body double. That we know now won this lookalike contest. Billy and his Campbell. name is William Campbell, a.k.a. Billy Shears. Shears, is the person that we know now who had to basically morph himself wow. into Paul McCartney. Who they called Fall. Like I saw a uh, yes. documentary about it not long ago. It was Fake kind of, it, Paul. It was kind Fall. of rebrought to life. Like this is like an old school conspiracy. Definitely. This is of our parents type yeah. of thing. And um, yeah, it's it's 
kind of been re, you know revived after that documentary in um, you know 2010. It was like the last testament of George Harrison that you know Paul McCartney's really dead, and that you know that was that was interesting. It gave a lot of these facts. It went over all of the clues. It was really cool how you know they would tell stories and you know go through his plastic surgeries and like how they would have to change their look you know for certain you know new albums, but. What kind of threw me off right away was the narration. They they claimed right in the beginning, you know, this guy, he got a recorder sent to him with these two cassette tapes, and it's supposedly George Harrison, and this is his last testament. And he has to tell yeah. he's telling the truth and everything. He knows he's dying this of cancer, is which he Harrison's died. Yeah, and test. it's so just narrated, and it's like he claims to have been like saying this into this little you know cassette tape in the hospital. He sounded better than Daniel Stern in the Wonder Years narrating <laughs> he really did. over. He really did, and it was, sounded like he was, you know, It didn't sound like him actually reading. reminiscing his life and no. discussing At one point, he actually referred to, to the, the Beatles as they, and right. he, in the he part you saw, he said that. McCartney was de- decapitated in the accident. It was like, yeah, if like that's one of his best friends and bandmates, yeah. like he would refer to him as... Paul or yeah, like whatever. With no emotion. Him, like, so that yeah, kind of questioned things all right from the start, but... There was a lot of things that were really intriguing. Go on, give me some, uh, give me some clues. We can go over here. So what did you find interesting? Some stuff. Well, so Abbey Road. Apparently, the whole cover. Beat the crap out of this. Yeah. I'm about apparently, to beat the, crap the whole out of this. album cover is to explain bum the, cover. You know, <laughs> of how everybody cover. was dressed. <laughs> Lennon was all dressed in white. That that was supposed to be a funeral procession. That was Paul McCartney that was not wearing shoes and was in the suit. And they made such a big deal about every little particular. In the car that had the 28 They're searching if. for I was conspiracy. Ho- I was hoping really. that you were going to bring that up yeah. because they said that that the car Volkswagen. was placed there, the little Volkswagen Beetle on the left side of the album yeah. cover. And the, and the real story is that they tried desperately to have that car moved because they didn't want it in the shot. They had the whole street blocked off so that they could take the pictures and they were running out of time so they couldn't do it and it doesn't say 28 if it says 281 f and so like they messed that up and that was supposed to be right there i was hoping that you'd bring that up yes and just like in so many of the other ones they made such a huge deal about how they were posed and abbey road is a great example of how you could go back and look at all of the pictures that they were taken and the ones that were selected to be like potentially one of the album covers like you could see all the pictures that they took and were going for and they chose that one because it was like the best stride that they had they were all best equally spaced but everyone made a big deal about paul not having shoes on that he had a cigarette in his right hand even though he's left-handed yeah like let me tell you you know if i'm taking some shorts off the gird like you know i could use my left or right hand well and they said that the i mean rumors said that they benefited just like hugely from abbey road there was a huge increase in sales mm-hmm. after the whole paul is dead is this, rumor began this was far after the uh the white album and uh sergeant peppers sergeant, Pepper? sergeant peppers i believe so lonely hearts club yeah because this was later so i don't know pretty interesting there you know apparently the whole right hand left-handed thing that he changed the way that he play because Paul is left-handed so he had so to learn how to play they found I mean, a guy who not only looked exactly like Paul McCartney and knew they could get him the rest of the way there through surgeries 
but they also would make him sound exactly like Paul McCartney Have from surgery. the very specific yeah. Liverpool accent, like, and then make him a musical genius yeah. and be and able to play in Beatles and, yeah, and be able to be creative, you know, write songs, play bass guitar left-handed and sing. I just, like, mm-hmm. and I just don't think the rest of the band would have like gone for that you think john would have been like yeah sure let's do that i'm glad you brought up the guitar thing and it's the same thing like with the cigarette but the exact opposite i feel that shows absolutely nothing with the cigarette but there was pictures of him in video and he was playing guitar right-handed and like i play guitar over 20 years you don't you just don't switch like that you don't just like up and switch your playing style and like oh, i'm gonna just change and you know play right play right buy now. a totally like, different guitar to play mm-hmm, as well it's mm-hmm. not like a baseball bat that uh, no. you can just go to the other no, side of the plate no, swing the not. same bat it's not it's repetition like, you know from being a golfer like it's repetition like would you just like up and switch to like a different your left set of clubs and if just i to, like, was like that terrible at golf maybe i would switch but up if you and try were, if you were like if i was a professional right if you were professional to like he is a professional musician if you're a professional golfer like would you just you at know, the professional up, level there's no possible way that i would switch over because i've got deep into 40, your career 50, just thousand hours of practice no, exactly and it's the same thing for a guitar player a bass player a musician it's the, exa- it's the exact same thing so that's ridiculous player what else you got you can um i think what is it white album that you can play the song backwards. Revolution number yes. nine. Apparently, if you play it backwards. If you play on it backwards, record. yeah, and and that's interesting because they keep saying that they planted clues, um, you know, on the album covers and in the you know in the pictures and in the songs. art, yeah, on the sleeve art and then in the songs as well. It was strange that playing forward it would sound like gibberish and there would be strange sounds. And then at those parts, when you played it backwards, like in that song in particular, you hear a car crash screaming. And then it says, uh, turn me on dead man. That's all in that same part yes. of Re- revolution number nine. So that's kind of eerie. Cause it's like, it doesn't even make sense why that's in the song when you play it. But then when you play it backwards, you hear a car crash screaming and turn me on dead man. So that's like that's you hear a Billy strange. Shears and parts of songs. Yep, you just yeah. hear like all There's sorts of things. There's a lot of clues things. on the Sergeant Pepper's album. And it's fun to even like explore more and even see how deep it goes. But like, do you think that you could really these days? I mean, you, like, do you think that you, you could tell you that man has really had a lot of plastic surgery? You could tell he's had a lot of plastic surgery. You yeah. think that this but, is not but the Paul real McCartney? Paul McCart- I don't know. That I don't know. everybody knew prior to 1966. Could it be Paul? Tyler, do you think that's possible? Absolutely. You do? Yeah. Tyler's a believer. Oh, I love it. I love it. it. Yeah. I, I don't know. It. I want to believe. Ignorance wa- is bliss, really. Cause it really is. I'm, I'm not a super fan, so right. I, I don't delve into it as deep as you have, definitely. So I just take it at face value, and whatever they give me, I You're believe You're like, it. if this is our Paul, this is this our is, Paul. It's hard to believe, but the, like, I can, like, they made it have, like, it made sense. Like, when the car crash happened, like, they were approached by MI5, and there was this guy, um, Maxwell, and he came and told them that like people were you know commit suicide if they found out Paul McCartney the Beatles were the biggest thing so it was it was like a huge deal they made like a like the decision to keep it keep it private they were able to have a funeral with just the three of them they say at Strawberry Fields at the very end the lyric is written as uh, cranberry sauce but he says uh, I buried Paul that's like a big debate is did he say I buried Paul or cranberry sauce so, mm, that, 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 and so that's kind of creepy very and interesting. Crunch conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, very conspiracy theory. 
but like they would talk about the surgeries and stuff that he had and how they would like he, he would have different scars and so it, it could tell them to have years. to do different things like they he would have a a new scar on his chin um you know from doing like the chin surgery and so he had to grow a beard or wear a fake beard and so the other Beatles didn't want him to stand out and so they all would grow facial hair for that album or you know he would have scarring on his forehead like on like on his hairline from like surgery that they had to do and like on his eyes and yeah. they all decided to grow their hair out long Revolver, like, to, like all different it things was, to... like too fresh after surgery yeah. and the picture that they took yeah. it didn't like look natural enough so they ended up drawing the yeah. characters and stuff. yeah because it's like that's crazy and if that guy really existed the you know william campbell like where where's where's his like records how come no one well, could yeah, find and anything they held about the him look-alike contest after the accident i mean so it was just like interesting how it all played out well uh, any uh interesting headlines to close with here biscuits got anything Pretty excited about the Little League World Series. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite times yeah. of the you summertime. Love that shit. You know, summertime, Little League World Series, monsoons, like these are the things that get me through the heat and mm-hmm. the depressive. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. It's just Inferno that is Phoenix. It's bachelor season right now. It is. Yeah. Separate your boys from your legs any way you can. Uh, but Little League World Series action going on right now. And I'm pretty stoked because these guys, like, I mean, give it their all on every single play. And when it doesn't go their way, you can see it. And it's great to see the the passion in, you know. Oh, for sure. I like the helicopter parents that are in the stands cheering cheering them on. Yeah. The helicopter dads that are all, like, coaches and have been coaches, like, up until this point. And they're in there coaching and, like, trying not to coach. It's great. Yeah. (laughs) It's a stadium full of coaches, basically. Oh, so fun. Yeah, it's good times. You can tell that some of these kids might have been placed there. I was just about to say, it's like a, okay, 12-year-old, 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 12-year-old, 10-year-old. That guy's at least 16. At least. You you know this kid drove here. here. Full beard. (laughs) Throwing heat. This kid kid didn't develop early. Like, this kid is a teenager. Yeah, he he developed late, and he got a cool birth certificate that says he's 12. Yeah. So, uh, Little League is 10, 11, and 12. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some nine-year-olds can get in based on their birthday, right? So, there's 180,000-plus teams total. Mm-hmm. 2.6 million players. Yeah, wow. well, Yeah, totally. Wow. Uh, around the world, uh, in Little League World Series, basically, wow. in Williamsport, you have to qualify for months and months and months to get to that point once you make it to the TV. But that's why these guys are, like, just crying their eyes out when well, they so strike out. Well, so how do you out. make it to, like, the state? To, so there's so many teams. If you're just, like, in a league, how do you get into, like, that specific league? It starts with your your neighborhood, really. Like, your little league is your neighborhood. Um, depending on how big your neighborhood is, it splits it off into four, eight, 12 teams, whatever. Uh, you have an all-star team that will culminate from all of those teams at the end of that season. And those all-star teams play each other in regional matches. The regional goes to district. The district goes to state. So it does start from your community and goes from there. Absolutely, yeah. And these all-star teams are just kind of cherry-picked amongst the best kids in that division at that time. Um, But some of these kids, you know, they're from Dominican Republic. They're from Cuba. They immigrated here. They have birth certificates right. that were doctored. estimated, doctored. 
so that their kids could have a, an edge, they're going to get, you know, TV time. This is time that scouts could probably find them. Has anyone been popped recently? Yeah, like, can they... I don't know if anybody's gotten in trouble anyway? specifically because these birth certificates, like, they're they're real. Yeah. You know, they've just been doctored. So you can tell by looking at them that that kid over there is definitely not just in the same three times bigger than developmental level as the rest of every other kid on every other team. You know? Right. So I was looking up some of the biggest players and all that, and uh, the biggest player ever, Little League World Series history. Okay, this is good. Largest player. His name was Aaron Durley, born July 21st, 1993, played in 05 and 06, 11 and 12. Uh-huh. In 06, he was six foot eight, 240 oh pounds. Imagine pitching up to that what? guy. When you're like, imagine pitching up to that, that guy. That is a like, grown man. Wow. That is a huge man. That's LeBron James standing <laughs> on the mound. That's exactly what that is. Wow. Oh. Coming at you with Eleven seven different kinds of smoke. Throwing when he was 12 years old, he was 6'8". He went on to play college basketball, and he blew out both ACLs, and that was pretty much it. But oh. You get a piece of this, I'll let you name it. <laughs> <laughs> I call it the masturbator. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that's good stuff. Yeah, that is insane. I can't imagine Six being a little 11, 12-year-old. Like, what? And this guy is enormous. 6'8". The, the average height's about five foot one, 120 yeah. pounds. Oh, 240. Literally. 6'8", 240. Yeah. There was a kid last year that was 6'1", 250 and he bench pressed 250 pounds 20 times. One player can do that. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> All right, that's good. What else we got? Oh, fun. Pretty good stuff over there. How about uh, anybody been following the Grizzlies? I can't oh. stand those people. I can't either, and that's why this next story just oh. m- makes me so happy inside. Oh, I, I know. I heard they got in trouble. I can't. I just. I won't. I won't give that show a second. But like I've seen so many of the like ads on the network and trying to promote it, and it just I can't stand these people. Tell me, tell me something bad happened, please. Mr. Todd and his wife Chrisley uh, are in big trouble for tax evasion. That's cringetastic. Yeah, and apparently they turned themselves in. Uh, awaiting their there's like a lot of family drama in it too because apparently like one of the daughters had something to do may or may not allegedly, allegedly. may or may not have something to but do that with whole thing this, is but... so crazy because like your parents get in like huge trouble for tax evasion yeah. it's like what do you yeah and she it's... probably didn't even know what she was even saying yeah i'm sure she had no idea what she was getting herself and her I mean, parents I don't even into know exactly if that what was the story no. but any hoozle, the uh, it goes deep. Like the wife was in trouble for forging her credit score Ooh. to obtain uh, loans to pay for Ooh. lavish lifestyle gifts, like Ooh. a Bentley Can't lease. Do that. Wow, taking out loans to pay for a lease on a Bentley. That's uh, it's a little tough. Forging um, your credit score. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Got to keep up with the Joneses. Can't do that. Mr. Todd. Pay your tax. Like, oh, I don't even think they paid for what they got off the show. Nothing. No, they didn't pay any income tax like the- on the um, what they made from the show. Uh, yeah. So they're so looking happens when at, you give dumb people a whole lot of money. Yeah. When they feel like they're smarter than the law because, you know, they 
have a CPA that might be a little bit sideways and say, you know, well, if you put it in your wife's name, you put all these businesses that look like it are making money in your mm-hmm. wife's name, and then you keep all the businesses that are not making money in your name, then when you file your taxes, you say you're married, but you're filing a single, and you didn't make any money this year. So save yourself millions in income tax now. And once you get some money saved up, then you can go ahead and claim all the stuff that you made from the show. But mm, the IRS can see your lifestyle on TV and put two and two together when on paper you make $85,000 a year. But on TV, you're living this huge lifestyle. And whether that's bought or rented, they're going to look into it. Right. So I think it was like as simple as that even to like start it, honestly. It's like and then it's like, oh, you didn't even pay taxes on what you've made from the show, then what else have you like what else are you what have you been pay? doing? And then mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, and then you forged your credit score? Like, wow, what else did you do? Transferring these businesses into your wife's name to incriminate both of you? Yeah. So can't do that. Looks like uh could be thirty years. There's a few Ooh, big people that have been that much trouble. Better what is with all these prison. reality stars like not like paying their That's taxes? Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Wow. So happy. Mike Sorrentino can made my night. <laughs> Mike the situation going through his yeah, he's, isn't he? Is he in jail right now, or is Probably. he like um, in and out? I think he was or is right now. Yeah, he could be in and out it's already. Like eight months, I think, in federal. But yeah, that's then, a like, slap Teresa on the wrist compared to like, these two because these two yeah. were like. I mean, Sitch was probably just like you know, I I paid a guy to do my taxes. He didn't do it right. My bad. Mm. Especially with IRS and yeah, they they're money. gonna you don't they, out they, with want, money. they want their time. They want their money. Or their time, or both. Yeah. And they're going to get it. Wow. Well, that's a good way to end up here. Pay your taxes, everybody. Let's put them up. It's been a crunchy show. Cheers. Extra crunchy. This has been another episode of Something Crunchy. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening.